for clocking in to Becoming a Better Nurse podcast. I'm Rebecca. And Aaron. Together, we like to offer ideas, conversations, and solutions to help educate, elevate, and empower nurses. So today I wanted to talk about more of the positive reasons why we go to do what we do as a nurse. And I wanted to ask you a question, when was the last time you were happy going to work? What your mentality is anybody is going happy to work. right now though come on is any nurse ha- it is yeah what is it february yeah february 2022 we're all burnt out people are, so many nurses are traveling is anyone happy where they're at maybe the travelers maybe are you seeing some they're of the stuff they're not happy where they're at they're happy with the money <laughs> but that's what i'm trying to say is i i heard someone i heard someone say when you focus on the negative the negative's all you focus on so I wanted to talk about some of the positive stuff and the fact that I feel very happy where I go to work. When's the last time you felt happy going to work every day? Oh, it's been a while, but that's because I've been... And the focus is a big portion because I was just listening to somebody talk about focusing. You know, you can worry all you want, but the more you focus on the worrying, it just expounds the problem. Exactly. So the point is, where's your focus when you go into work, right? Exactly. If you're not changing your job, because for whatever reason, let's try to change the focus. And so I was like, you know what? I really like where I, I like going into work. I really do. And I'm, when's the last, what made you happy to go into work when you did, when the last time you felt happy going to work, what, why was that? Oh, because I can, well, there's a lot of good things. I realize I can make my own schedule. I have um, a decision-making effect on certain processes which i absolutely love i can tackle problems so i think when i really realized that the benefits of the job that i have is when i absolutely started started to you know what i really love my job because of those positive benefits uh, i think the last time i talked about that was maybe a week or so ago when we were talking and discussing certain things and awesome so yeah i i mean i cra- i'm crabby when i wake up in the morning um because i'm just tired but the minute i get up and i have my coffee and i i do my routine and i go into work and i i'm so happy to go to work it's such a great feeling and i know not everyone feels that way because i get patients from the inpatient surgeries all the time and the nurses are with them and they seem burnt out or they seem stressed and we we hear stories from our friends too and we all get together and i hate to say it but at the same time i'm proud to say it i'm actually happy to go to work where i can I enjoy my coworkers, I enjoy my patients, I enjoy my manager, I enjoy all the little things that can really grate on you. Because we've talked in podcasts about toxic work environments and how they're draining, they drain you, they drain your energy, they drain your um, happiness, they drain your mentation. So I'm super happy where I work and I wanted to kind of ask everyone to commit to thinking about something that makes them happy where they work and what you what you can do for other people when they come to your unit become a positive work environment become a healthy work environment and start with small changes but what if you don't like where you're working what if like you can't find anything positive what if your staffing sucks what if you come in and it's just terrible Uh, patient loads terrible you you didn't didn't get that raise you asked for i don't have a solution for that i don't i do what find a better place find a better place (laughs) but we've talked about that before i guess i'm trying to talk about new stuff okay let's say you're in the process of finding a better place great that's the first step uh but now we're going to talk about people who are at a place where you know what it's not that bad and there's positive things and so that's where we're going to take it 
you can be a change yourself. I'm not talking about you're going in and you're going to revamp the whole unit, but your shift. You come in, I I like saying hi to everybody. I love saying good morning to everybody. I say good morning to everybody and I ask them, if I have, I'll ask them how their day was or, you know, if the night was or if I was off the next day. How was it yesterday? Just try to, you know, say I see you and I'm happy to be working with you today. And it makes a huge difference in my mind that I'm setting a tone for myself. And then also when I was in the units before and I was like in charge and we had a new float come, I would take the moment to welcome to the unit. I'd show them where to put their stuff. I would give them a quick tour because as a new person in another unit, I used to feel really overwhelmed. Where am I putting my things? Are you allowed to keep your bag out by your stuff? Are you allowed to keep your food in the refrigerator with the patient stuff like you don't know those little things and you feel out of sorts as it is so when you have that one person it really sets the tone for that shift especially for that float and I really I really feel passionate about supporting the staff that comes to float with you and then supporting all the staff that you're with I mean come on it really is a change in mentation for you to have it to make a difference it just is a slight change and alteration of your perspective and I know that sounds so trite and I know that sounds so overdone but it's so true because it happened to me number one I got out of a toxic work environment number two I got in a work environment that it has its moments I mean every not everyone's always happy but you I just flipped a switch and said I'm happy these are the reasons why and these are the reasons that make it important for me and I love going to work so what's uh, one of the reasons why you like going to work babe I like my schedule. It's really nice. I can do whatever I want with my schedule. Um, I'm, I tend to be more of an introvert, and it drains me to talk to people. So this job is perfect because I pretty much work by myself if I need to, to look at processes and procedures, uh, review policies. And if I need to speak to somebody at that point, I will. It's pretty much business. But it, it drains me to go into work and to have conversations with people. I can do it in, a, you know, in like five-minute spurts, but then after that, I'm done. Um, so one of the things that makes me happy is just the position I'm in that I can definitely focus on my work. I'm, you know, it's very independent driven. And then um, that's one thing. Also, my schedule is another thing. Uh, the pace pretty good. So that's three things. And um, the respect for my boss and my support. So those four things are very, very good, which are really good. You know, how many people can say that they actually have a boss who supports them? Or how many people can say they can go in and do their work, um, uh, focus on their work without worrying about, other people's other people's perception or anything like that because if you're more of an introvert and like working on projects by yourself it's a good thing but if you're like into groups and and stuff like that you're more extroverted i, I don't think the job that i have would be good for certain people no i think it's perfect for you honestly now have you ever gone to a place where you felt off when you floated on there like you just didn't feel welcomed at all did you ever have that feeling yeah not that i didn't feel welcome i just noticed that the culture was weird and you notice that when you when you're a part of a really nice culture and you go to a different place that's like not the same culture or it's off or something's you know it could be toxic it really stands out and i remember floating once or just being you know, trying to help out and going to a night shift um, at a telly floor, and man, the nurses were the nurses. Well, basically, my coworkers. They were just at that time the coworkers that I was working with. They were very, very just 
negative and complained about everything. And then when you try to tell them a better way of, of doing something, they would bitch and moan. They're not open to Oh, that. it's terrible. And it's like, why the hell would I want to come here and help if you guys are just going to be nasty crabby yeah it was mm. horrible yeah well i've been well when i noticed when i went onto units when i was on the float team i kind of kept to myself like i didn't know what to expect and that's part of it because of the trauma i had experienced in the bullying unit and when i started floating and i um just kind of kept to myself and i noticed and i was just very observant of how the flow of the unit went and the tone of the unit was definitely set by staffing i have to say and i do know that sometimes i was really thrown to the wolves with some of the assignments but i learned that i I learned to just tackle it. I learned to don't complain because you don't know what's going on around you because a lot of it was I didn't know. And after I got more comfortable with the units, I did notice certain people got busier assignments and that certain people were more equipped or better equipped than others. And so I learned that they were they were doing the best that they could. And I found that out with most of the units that they were just doing the best they could. And then I started floating to these units and then it's become more of a regular basis. Um, over time, like a month would go by and I'd go back and they were very happy to see me. And it made me feel more comfortable and then they were they knew my they knew my expertise they knew how i could do they i just felt like but that's because you're a worker what if you were lazy and didn't and didn't help out do you think they'd be happy to see you again well probably not but i think that's where the key is is you can pull that out of people people i have been i have been a manager or a cn3 enough to know with certain patients or nurses when they float you one the ones we don't want anymore we've actually had those conversations yeah, as a know. leadership know team if... and there are those ones they don't work or they are they negative and you don't want that on your unit and yeah. we've actually not had them come back but for the most part you can set a tone and a nurse might be stressed like i remember one time a nurse was afloat from another hospital and she had a pretty crazy patient but the unit was very busy we had to give her one that fit the census of what her capabilities were because we were a neuro unit and so not every nurse came to us was neuro trained for the certain surgical patients we had so she had she had a busy assignment but I went and helped her and she actually said to me she says you're the charge nurse she goes she said I've never had a charge nurse be so helpful before Mm. and I was like that's sad that's really (laughs) sad because I'm a charge nurse, but that doesn't mean my nursing capabilities are gone. And we have a, we have, I have a float here. I don't want her struggling. I don't want that patient struggling. I don't want my unit struggling just because I want to sit behind a desk, which I didn't want to do. And I am a worker, but there is a precedent you can set, whether you're a worker or a charge nurse or whether you're a float nurse. Because even when I was a float nurse, like I was saying, I'd go to units and they were happy to see me. And then they asked me to come back for like a few weeks at a time on a con- quote unquote contract. And those nurses actually would come to me because they knew I was capable. I was com- I was comfortable with helping. I was comfortable in the unit. And I took, upon that, I took that upon myself to make sure that they could trust me and that I was there for them. And I feel in all my shifts that I worked, I exuded that to the point where I had positive experiences, even if it was a negative thing. 
even if I was the only one that had the open bed and I just had a patient code on me and then they had I had to get them out the door and then an R, a rapid response comes in and I'm the only open bed and I have another vented patient who's a paraplegic and I have to keep that call bell handy and I left him for 30 40 minutes because I was getting another patient in but I was able to handle that because they we were all like I just felt like it was it was I was supported no matter what I was going to do they knew that I was doing the best I could do yeah I and I liked that feeling I liked that feeling a lot and I want to exude that to everyone that I work with I remember some of the units that I used to work at uh, was pretty good but the neuro ICU unit that we used to work on Depending on the crew that you had, some of them were really, really helpful. So you know that you know if you had a crashing patient or somebody was uh, down, what is it called? Circling the Circling drain. Circling the drain. Mm-hmm. That you know, depending on the people you work with, that you had that they had your back, and that was such a nice feeling because you know you can't do everything on your own. Nursing as much as you want is a team sport. Mm-hmm. Maybe my job is not well. It actually is a team sport. My job because I need people to be compliant, and so they need to like you yeah. <laughs> but it is a team sport and when you have a good union a cohesive union it actually helps out it I makes know. work not as stressful i mean you're not coming in wondering who's who's gonna throw you under the bus who's gonna who's gonna backstab you so positive work environments you said the first thing is uh making sure you're saying hi to people and, and being inclusive right yeah basically it's yeah. not a it's not a, a good boy club or a good girls club yeah it's not Quit- the, the units that have everyone is on the same team and you don't have the clicks are definitely the better units. But they're always going to be su- sub clicks. I mean, you're, I, I know. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're going to, you say, like, you're going to have one or two nurses that are crabby all the time. And then you're going to have, have to deal with a them group all of people time. to hang out with, like, you know, yeah. b- buddies. Like, these two are buddies all the time, or three, three are buddies, which is fine. But we're talking about, like, high school drama clickish stuff mm-hmm. where it's like they get together and they just start uh, creating toxic, toxic traits. And that's that's a different story. Well, we had some groups that were high school clickish, but they included everybody. Like they were actually fun to work with, even though they gravitated to one another. Inclusion. It, they included everybody, yeah. so it wasn't like they just kept to themselves and griped. It was just we were inclusive, and even though they had their own little thing, yeah. it was still great to work with them because yeah. it was such a it was fun. They would they were usually the ones that planned a fun party, or they were like, "Hey, let's all order out tonight," you know, and it was just fun and it was great and. Um, I just think that that's an important part of being in a good work environment that makes you happy to go to work. Correct. So definitely creating an environment where there's there's inclusion because that that, that helps make people feel uh, connected and involved. It might help with retention, etc. So yeah. that's a really good thing to do is just making sure you're saying hi to people and making sure you're pleasant. I mean, even if you're not pleasant, at least saying hi, you know, just... <laughs> It works works well. So if there's travel nurses, you know, tell them where everything is. Yeah. And just make sure you're you're helpful and informative. Yep. We had a sheet that we would give people just to help them feel included. Um, that I think is part of a healthy work environment too. Just making sure the expectations are laid out, whether it's you know labs do at two o'clock or four o'clock that baths are done at night they need to know those things i think communication expectations and a positive attitude are huge factors for people who come to your unit and they're floating and now at this day and age with a ton of travelers they can have some attitudes or they might they might be scared or they might be thinking they're the greatest but you put that off to the side and if you can set a tone for the unit I think that's really good I also feel that um, when you have report 
report needs to set the tone well in my opinion too i hate when i would get report and they'd say oh you got your work cut out for you tonight and uh, i don't yeah, even want no one thing about the patient it. yet i, I hate care about that. your opinion whether you had because you know their hard day might be my easy, an easy day for me yeah yeah and, and, then, and it just sets the tone for just a shitty fucking day <laughs> I like, hate that. I hate that. And I would get such a crabby attitude. And I realized, why am I focusing on well, what I they think, tell me? I think it's different if you're setting up, if you're if you're explaining what's been happening. Like, it, maybe not setting up the tone in a negative way, but if, like, you have somebody who's uh, recovering alcoholic and they're like, yeah, they've been violent all day. That, that's different from well, that's stating, that's stating the facts. Day. Stating the facts, but you're saying, "Oh, you got your work cut off for you," or like, "Oh, you're in for it now." I'm like, "I have 12 hours. Why is that? Why do I need to hear that right now?" Yeah. It's just, oh my. Yeah. I had that happen to me a couple of times, and it got me in such a bad mood. And I remember self-reflecting and going, "You know what? This wasn't that bad of a night." And I let that person start my yeah, my that's shift to me too. Yeah. and say, and they're like. You're, and I'm like, no, it wasn't that bad. And me and the patient got along well. So clearly there was just more of a personality, you know, influx of correct, change, correct. right? Yeah. And I, I swore that I would never do that to a nurse coming in. And I was not going to ever let someone start my shift. And when they actually said that to me, I said, you know what? Just give me a report and then we'll go over the extras. I don't know if I've ever... I just ever... didn't want to get that in my mindset anymore. I don't know if I've ever actually... Um had the same behavior that that person had i might have let a couple of things slip by but consciously you know you, you do tell people this guy's pretty busy um oh yeah you, know, you got somebody in a cbi and somebody next door is crashing this is a busy assignment you just mm-hmm. flat out say this is going to be a busy assignment mm-hmm. well that's not setting a tone that's just Correct. being realistic yeah, yeah but it's you know exactly you know you can be, have a busy assignment but it's mundane and it's repetitive it's it's not hard what is hard is just saying is again the, the issue is here is focusing on the wrong things. Like you might be busy, but you're focusing on something that's going to cause a bigger problem than what it is. Mm-hmm. Have the person figure it out on their own, mm-hmm. you know? Give them the facts and let them figure out whether it's going to be a busy day or a shitty day instead of you setting the tone up for negativity. Well, especially when you have a day and a night shift because they're completely different busyness. Correct, and correct. So what their day is going to be is completely different from our night. And like you might have a trouble with family members all day and well, they all go home at night. Yep. So we don't have to and deal with that. We've worked both shifts. Yeah. We've both worked uh, nights and days. And it's definitely, they're both busy. It's just a different business. Busy. On day yeah. shift, you're juggling different roles. Like yeah. you're juggling CT, PT, uh, other Eels. therapies, doctors, people coming in, families, night shift. You might be juggling families and other things but not as much as the day shift when it comes to those roles however you're dealing with lack of resources lack of of things that are available and so you're trying to figure things out more on your own calling doctors you know waiting for them to call back instead of you having the doctor right in front of you so it's definitely a different busyness yeah i agree so it's you're you're gonna have a different stress and so i just that's just one thing too is i rather i'd rather get the patient the optimal as optimized as i can to give report tell them about my shift I like to kind of tell them that these were these might be some issues for you. Um, address them with the doctor, or these were issues for me. Can you please address them with the doctor, or you know, set up sort of something like that, so that we feel like a team and not that person's gonna. This why re- are you smiling? This reminds me of the time when Rebecca, when Rebecca, she's like, "Oh, can you?" Because she worked night shift and now worked day shift, and she goes, "Can you make sure you you ask for a pick line for this patient?" 
<laughs> I was so mad at and you. I, and then when I had to give a report back to her that night, she's like, so did you get that pick line? I'm like, no, nah, I, didn't, I didn't feel like the patient needed it. But no, did the patient need it? I didn't feel Question. like asking. That's yeah, what I didn't you feel said. Like asking. I didn't feel like uh, asking. Yeah, but did the patient need the pick line? Yes. No, I don't think so. Yes. They were still, fu- what were they on that they needed the pick line? They were on pressers. Are you serious? Yes. Oh, I, I, I don't remember that. they were hard stick. Oh, they were hard stick. What mm-hmm. pressers were they on? Probably just Levo. Oh, then they probably should have gotten a pick line. I don't know the exact, the exact the situation, details. but I, I'm assuming if they didn't need the pressers. I don't press- even know if it was a pick line I asked for. I want to say it was something else. Think medication. I'm assuming if they needed a pick line and they were on pressure, I would probably would have really asked you for it. You would have asked I, for I it. Couldn't, I couldn't imagine that I wouldn't have asked for it. But anyways, long story short, um, there's still situations. <laughs> I'm so mad at you. <laughs> but anyways. Ugh. But we weren't a team then, that's for sure. Yeah. I was definitely irritated with you. you know, what's wrong with that man? <laughs> Can't get something. I mean, I'm not here on days. I need I need him to ask, well, who does he think he is, what my stuff is in priority? That's right. And that right. was negative of me. Yeah, but it happens. And you're going to have to deal with people like that sometimes. You're not on the same <laughs> page. But, you, but again, again, you get the work done. So again, be pleasant. Set up the environment where you're just saying hi to people, being inclusive, not exclusive, yes. making sure um, that you set up expectation, positive expectations. Um, well, just expectations and then have them, they're not, there's realistic the expectations. The lack of chaos is very comforting to people. They need to know in every, every age, every role, you need to have an expectation and it gives you that sense of boundaries that you can work within and it gives you comfort. Yes, I agree. And then uh, one other thing is just the gossip. The gossip needs to stop. The gossip doesn't help anybody out. And those are some ways to, to help set up positive work cultures. I agree. I The thing I, is, gossip's always going to be around, though. Well, let me tell you this. When I went to this new unit, I've been there for 18 months, and I don't know any of the gossip. And those girls were actually, they, I was, um, they told me one time, well, we're not going to talk about that because you're new. We don't want to taint your happy, your happy perception of our unit. That's pretty good. And I said, okay. And I actually wasn't upset about that because I'm like, you know what? I'm going to keep my positive out- outlook on like this that. job. I kind of like that they know that the gossip is there but they're not going to use their certain information to taint or make you shape your, the way you think about yeah something. there was a couple nurses That's that actually said really that interesting and i was like you know and i was actually okay with that because i didn't want to be thrown or pulled into that gossip yeah. i didn't want that certain person's perspective to taint my perspective because i can tell you i was super happy to be in this unit and i still am i got out of a toxic work environment i got i got out of the critical care because for me, it was stressing me out too much. And that's where I think it's, that's, that's a different reason why I left the critical care, you know, um, and went to this new job and they, they kind of didn't want to attain it. And the thing is, is that I'm going to form my own opinion and I'm probably going to recognize the negative traits of the people in the unit as time goes on, which I have picked up, but that something new is here and I didn't I'm not focusing on it I am not focusing on it because we all have a different path we all have a different goal and we're all there for one purpose and that's to help our patients yep. make the unit yep. run well and why why beat a dead why beat up on people when you all have the same goal it's yeah. just it's just it's so refreshing it's just such a new free, refreshing perspective that I can't seem to preach enough to people and I'm still in the break room 
almost weekly telling people how lucky we are to be in our job and i just i just am so grateful for it the natural progression of things is to decay right you know your baby's born and then they they grow up and then they people end up dying even trees you know everything decays so like that's how i see human beings like whenever you start your new job you're happy i remember when i was happy when i first started in neuro icu it's awesome i was learning i was like the elite of elite getting the sickest patients and then you get used to um your role you get used to certain people and you just start deteriorating in the sense of if you hang out with people who are bickering or constantly negative that's just a natural progression so for you not to go that route, you have to you have to be proactive in your mind and say, you know what, I need to stay positive. I need to not focus on these issues because that's a natural progression. I'm even catching myself nowadays bitching and complaining in my office because of just the repetitive work and it's just people aren't, aren't being compliant and it's just frustrating. And it's difficult right now with, with COVID and everything and people are being stretched to their limits. And travelers and they don't know the rules. Correct. So it's just really hard, but... I'm focusing again on the wrong things. That's part of the job. It's going to happen. Things, you know, these are we issues. Slip. We slip. We slip. But you have to focus because of the natural progression is negativity and and decay. You have to focus on making sure things are. You, you keep your mind focused. You, you stay f- focused on the right things, um, and that's help. That's good for your mental health. Also, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not saying disregard the things that are not working for you that are affecting your mental health. I'm saying. Focus on the right things because that's going to replenish you and make you feel more nourished. And now, it's I've, going to highlight the bad things that aren't working for you in a way because you're going to be able to set the set the tone. Well, I got this great thing and now I need to work on this thing. It needs to be yeah. better. And you're in a, if you're in a toxic work environment and you're bottom of the barrel staff member, you're not in leadership, you need to get the hell out of there because there's... Well, hold on. There's a lot of caveat with that. You can't if you, you don't just leave without finding a new job. Obviously, um, and it depends on your goals. If you're just there to get your experience and then leave because you're doing whatever CRNA school, and if you can handle it, handle it. But don't get involved. Just go into your job. Don't stand out to the point where they're going to try and uh, cut your head off. Yeah, just make yourself um, a wallflower. Just do your job. Do your job. If you're not in, if you're not involved, then it's not you're not going to be in the line of fire. Yep, and there's some nasty people out there, and they will cut your head off for any any stupid thing just because they're miserable in their life. It's about them. It's never really about you. It's just that they're who knows what's going on in their personal life, and they're just mean boys and mean girls that are just expressing their hurt and their and their failures in life in, into other people. Yeah, we we've talked about that before. Yeah, but hopefully this helps you guys out. Um, positive work culture, saying hi to people, being inclusive, making sure you set up the expectation, n- not set up the expectation of, 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 of negativity and just doing all those things. Think about when you're at, when you come to a new unit and it was new to me 18 months ago, what were the things that would make you feel nervous? What are the things that you would appreciate someone doing for you if you were in that situation? And that's that's changed my whole outlook on new faces. Correct. So um, I would imagine that the next time you see a new person, introduce yourself, tell them that you're there to help them, and you'll probably gain a new a new friend, a new nurse friend anyway for yep. the night. Sounds good. Time to clock yeah. out. Thanks for listening. If you like what you hear, please hit the like button and subscribe. Stat. Follow us on Instagram. You can find us on Becoming a Better Nurse. Until next time.